This is the Top 25 Rundown, and here's your host, Alan West. Good evening. Welcome to the Top 25 Rundown presented by the Sportscast. Today is December 20, 2023. If you haven't yet, please subscribe on all your channels, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch.tv, and Apple Podcasts. If you are on Apple Podcasts, please leave a radio review to help us out tremendously. You're also on DAB Digital Radio. You can listen to us on your smart speaker by Sportscast. Visit us on thesportscast.net. Also follow us on Twitter, the Sportscast One, and check out the Sportscast in the iOS App Store. Hello, my name is Alan West. Welcome to Top 25 Rundown. We are five days away from Christmas, and today is National Signing Day. So we can do a recap about all of the different events that are happening, including all the recruiting that have happened. Real quick, though, I do want to make sure I mention about Michigan today receiving notice of violence. NCAA investigators. Two violations, which are considered less serious. Michigan imposed a uh, three-game stretch for Harbaugh to begin the season, as well as one game for uh, Sean Moore as part of the negotiated resolution. Now... The self-imposed penalties, they were enacted to try to soften the punishment. They came after the NCAA Infraction Committee did not approve a resolution. They also made a statement in August about this, saying the Michigan infraction cases related to impermissible off- and off-campus recruiting during a COVID-19 dead period and impermissible coaching activities, not a cheeseburger. Eric Crawford, NCAA Vice President of Hearing Operations, said in a statement, referring to the simplistic characterization of the very violations in some media reports. It is not uncommon for the Committee on Infractions to seek clarification on key facts prior to accepting. The COI may also reject a negotiated resolution if it determines the agreement is not in the best interest of the association or the penalties are not reasonable. If the involved parties cannot resolve a case through a negotiated resolution process, it may proceed to a hearing that the committee believes cooperation is the best avenue to quickly resolve issues. In January, they had received a draft of what we're seeing here. It said Harbaugh could have faced up to a six-month or six-game suspension. Michigan also has a second investigation for the scouting and signs still allegedly led by former staff member Connor Stallions. They have not received a notice of allegations in that case. The Big Ten gave the three-game suspension for Harbaugh under its sportsmanship policy. Harbaugh could be charged as a repeat violator under head coach sponsor, also a level one charge. Michigan now has 90 days to respond to the notice of allegations. Then the NCAA will have 60 days to issue a rebuttal. This is from ESPN. So wanted to make sure that we talked about that right in the beginning. Last week, we also did a 
clicks on Capital One Ball Mania and as of right now, as of right now in the group, surprisingly, I am uh, ahead at seven and two. I did pick Ohio over Georgia Southern, Florida A&M over Howard. Occasions. Miami over Appalachian State for the spread. These are all spreads that I had picked. I did not get the spread right on New Mexico State and Fresno State. I did on UCLA and Boise State. I did on Texas Tech and Cal. And Cal. I did on Old Dominion and Western Kentucky. I did not on Marshall and UTSA. And then we have the picks for this week. And then hopefully next week I'll have a few of the guys back on to where we can make a few picks, not only for the playoffs, but for some of the other bowl games that are going to be happening. I'll say these picks for the end, though. So for the ESPN college recruiting, for the ESPN 300, you had number one, Ellis Robinson IV. He signed with Georgia. Number two, Jalen Bakwe signed with Alabama. Number three, Julian Sain signed with Alabama. Number four, David Stone signed with Oklahoma. Uh, the first player was a cornerback. That was the second. The third player, Julian Sain, says he's a quarterback slash defensive tackle. David Stone's a defensive tackle. Williams, Nawaniri, he's a defensive end. He signed with Missouri. Cameron Coleman, wide receiver, signed with Auburn. Jeremiah Smith, a wide receiver. He's committed to Ohio State. I believe he signed, but if not, he has he has till Friday to sign for this first period. And then I believe it's in January or February where he can sign for this. He can sign fully if he doesn't sign now. Number eight is Dolan Dylan Riola. He signed with Nebraska after uh, decommitting from Georgia two or three days ago. He originally had signed, committed to Ohio State, but then decommitted with them at the end of last year. Number nine is Ryan Williams, a wide receiver. He committed to Alabama so far. He has not signed yet. Number 10 is Mike Matthews, a wide receiver. He has signed with Tennessee. Number 11 is Colin Sims, defensive end. He signed with Texas. Number 12 is Sammy Brown. He's an inside linebacker. Apparently he's from Jefferson, Georgia. He signed with Clemson. Number 13 is Micah Hudson. He's a wide receiver from Temple, Texas. He signed with Texas Tech. Number 14 is Justin Williams, an outside linebacker from Conroe, Texas. He signed with Georgia. Number 15 is Dylan Stewart, a defensive end from D.C. He signed with South Carolina. Number 16 is K.J. Bolden. He's a safety from Georgia. He signed with Georgia. 
Number 17 is DJ Lagway. He's a quarterback slash defensive tackle. He signed with Florida. Apparently, he had originally been uh, planning on going to either Georgia or Miami, but uh, in Florida got him. Number 12, you have Johisa Trader, a wide receiver from Hollywood, Florida. He signed with Miami. Number 19, you have Jamonta Walker, a defensive end from Picayune, Mississippi, and he signed with Auburn. Number 20, you have Jordan Seaton, an offensive tackle from Bradenton, Florida. He committed to Colorado. Number 21, you have Kobe Black, a cornerback from Waco, Texas. He signed with Texas. Number 22, you have Elijah Rushing, a defensive end from Tucson, Arizona. He signed with Oregon. Number 23, you have Joseph Jonah Ajone, a defensive tackle from Conroe, Texas. He signed with Georgia. Number 24, you have LJ McCray, a defensive end from Daytona Beach, Florida. He committed to Florida. We're going to see when he signs. Number 25, you have Bryant Weskill, a wide receiver from Midlothian, Texas. He signed with Clemson. Number 26, you have Jordan Ross, a defensive end from Stavia Hills, Alabama. He signed with Tennessee. Number 27, you have Terry Bussey, an, an athlete from Timpson, Texas. He committed to Texas A&M. Number 28, you have Armando Blunt, a defensive end from Miami, Florida. He's committed to Miami, has not signed yet. Number 29, you have Ryan Wingo, a wide receiver from St. Louis, Missouri. He signed to Texas. Number 30, you have Kamarian Franklin, a defensive end from Lake Corman, Missouri, or Mississippi. He signed with Ole Miss. Number 31, you have Air Nolan, a quarterback from Fairburn, Georgia. He signed with Ohio State. Number 32, you have Bryce West, a cornerback from Cleveland, Ohio. He signed with Ohio State. Number 33, you have Dominic McKinley, a defensive tackle from Lafayette, Louisiana. He committed to Texas A&M. Number 34, you have Jared Gibson, a running back from Bradenton, Florida. He signed with Texas. Number 35, you have Edric Houston, a defensive end from Buford, Georgia. He signed with Ohio State. Number 36, you have Charles Lester III, a cornerback from Venice, Florida. He signed with Florida State. Number 37, you have Justin Scott, a defensive tackle from Chicago. He signed with Miami. Number 38, you have C.J. Carr, a quarterback from Saline, Michigan. He signed with Notre Dame. Number 39, you have Cam Pringle, an offensive tackle from Dorchester, South, South Carolina. He signed with South Carolina. Number 40, you have Mylon Graham, a wide receiver from New Haven, Indiana. He signed with Ohio State. Number 41, you have Taylor Tatum, a running back from Longview, Texas. He signed with Oklahoma. Number 22, you have Xavier Philsame, a safety from McKinney, Texas. He signed with Texas. Number 43, you have Braden Breaker, an offensive tackle from Santa Ana, California. He signed with Texas. Number 44, you have Perry Thompson, a wide receiver from Foley, Alabama. He signed with Auburn. Number 45, you have Demarcus Reddick, an outside linebacker from Clinton, Alabama. He signed with Auburn. Number 46, you have Nykar, a wide receiver from Moultrie, Georgia. He signed with Miami. Number 47, you have Aylan Brigham, a defensive tackle from Santa Ana, California. 
He signed with Oregon. Number 48, I have Aaron Scott, a cornerback from Springfield, Ohio. He signed with Ohio State. Number 49, I have Landon Thomas, a tight end from Moultrie, Georgia. He signed with Florida State. Number 50, I have Chris Cole, an outside linebacker from Salem, Virginia. He signed with Georgia. Number 51, you have Cam Williams from Glen Ellen, Illinois. He signed with Notre Dame. Number 52, you have Cameron Davis, a running back from Albany, Georgia. He signed with Florida State. Number 53, you have Jaden Reddle, a tight end. He's from Peculiar, Missouri. He signed with Georgia. Number 54, you have Quentin Martin, a running back from Belverden, Pennsylvania. He signed with Penn State. Number 55, you have DeAndre Carter, an offensive guard from Santana, California. He signed with Auburn. Number 56, you have Devon Mitchell, a tight end from Los Alamitos, California. He signed with Oklahoma. Number 56, you have Jaquan McCroy, a defensive tackle from Vincent, Alabama. He signed with Oregon. Number 58, you have Michael Van Buren, a quarterback from Baltimore, Maryland. He signed with Mississippi State. Number 59, you have Miles Graham, an outside linebacker from Gainesville, Florida. He signed with Florida. Number six, you have Aaron Charles, an inside linebacker from Olney, Maryland. He signed with Florida. Number 61, you have Donovan Harbor, an offensive guard from Waukesha, Wisconsin. He signed with Penn State. Number 62, you have Gertie Lambert, an offensive tackle from West Roxbury, Massachusetts. He signed with Notre Dame. Number 63, you have Caden Jones, an outside linebacker from Arden, North Carolina. He signed with Alabama. Number 64, you have Demelo Jones, a safety from Swainsboro, Georgia. He signed with Georgia. Number 65, you have Josiah Thompson, offensive tackle from Dillon, South Carolina. He signed with South Carolina. Number 66, you have Dwight Phelps, who's an athlete from Maywood, Georgia. He signed with Georgia. Number 670, you have Jonathan Daniels, an offensive tackle from Pensacola, Florida. He signed with Florida State. Number 68, you have Ernest Willer. A defense man from Townsend, Maryland. He committed to Wisconsin. Number 69, you have Selman Bridges, a cornerback from Temple, Texas. He signed with Arkansas. Number 70, you have Kevin Rowley, a running back from Northport, Alabama. He signed with Alabama. Number 71, you have Aaron Butler, an athlete from Calabasas, California. He has not committed or signed with the school yet. Number 72, you have Caleb Odom. A tight end from Carrollton, Georgia, who signed with Alabama. Number 73, you have Benedict Ume, the defenseman from Avon, Connecticut. He signed with Stanford. Number 74, you have Nathaniel Frazier, running back from Santa Ana, California. He signed with Georgia. Number 75, you have Jordan Thomas, a defensive tackle from Ramsey, New Jersey. He signed with Georgia. Number 76, you have Dakota Fields, the cornerback from Garden, California. He signed with Oregon. Number 77, you have Gatlin Bear, a wide receiver from Burley, Idaho. He has a list. He is not committed yet. Number 78, you have Darius Hayes, an outside linebacker from Largo, Florida. He signed with Miami. Number 79, you have Cameron Fountain, a defensive end from Atlanta, Georgia. He signed with USC. Number 80, you have Brady Priestcorn, a tight end from Rochester Hills, Michigan. He signed with Michigan. Number 81, you have Bennett Warren, an offensive tackle from Sugarland, Texas. He signed with Tennessee. Number 82, you have Brian Robinson, a defensive end from Westerville, Ohio. 
Nissan with Kentucky. Number 83, you have Zion Kearney, a wide receiver from Missouri City, Texas. He signed with Oklahoma. Number 84, you have Zay Mincy, a safety from Daytona Beach, Florida. He has not signed or committed with anyone yet. Number 85, you have Ethan Grunkmeyer, a quarterback from Lewis Center, Ohio. He signed with Penn State. Number 86, you have Draylon Miller, an athlete from Silsby, Texas. He signed with Colorado. Number 87, you have Jonathan Paylor, an athlete from Burlington, North Carolina. He signed with NC State. Number 88, you have Xavier Jordan, a wide receiver from Chatsworth, California. He signed with USC. Amir Jackson's number 89, a tight end from Portal, Georgia. He signed with Florida. Number 90 is Ryan Pillman, a wide receiver from Long Beach, California. Number 91 is Jacob Smith, a defensive end from Corbin, Kentucky. He signed with Kentucky. Number 92 is TJ Moore, a wide receiver from Tampa, Florida. He signed with Clemson. Number 93 is Marcellus Williams, a cornerback from Bellflower, California. He signed with USC. 94 is Trey Des Green, a tight end from Zachary, Louisiana. He signed with LSU. Number 95 is Wendell Gregory, an outside linebacker from Mariana, Georgia. He signed with the South Carolina. Number 96 is Nigel Smith II, a defensive end from Melissa, Texas. He signed with Oklahoma. Number 97 is Corey Gibson, a safety from Lancaster, Texas. He signed with Clemson. Number 98 is Michael Luini, an offensive tackle from Corpus Cove, Texas. He signed with Georgia. Number 99 is Delaney Watkins, an athlete from Humble, Texas. He signed with LSU. And number 100 is Jeremiah McClellan, a wide receiver from St. Louis, Missouri. He signed with Oregon. There are still 200 names of different players, but we got to 100. That's pretty good. Let's look at the uh, top 75 schools for recruiting right now. You have Georgia at number one. You have Alabama at number two. You have Oregon at number three. You have Ohio State at number four. You have Texas at number five. Miami at number six. Oklahoma at number seven. Auburn at number eight. Florida State at number nine. Penn State at number 10, Notre Dame at number 11, Tennessee at number 12, Florida at number 13, LSU at number 14, Clemson at number 15, Michigan at number 16, South Carolina at number 17, USC at number 18, Old Miss at number 19, Nebraska at number 20, Texas A&M at number 21, Texas Tech, number 22. Missouri, number 23. Kentucky, number 24. Wisconsin, number 25. Stanford, number 26. North Carolina, number 27. UCF, number 28. Arkansas, number 29. NC State, number 30. Purdue, number 31. Mississippi State, number 32. ECU number 33, Iowa number 34, Georgia Tech number 35, Rutgers number 36, Minnesota number 37, 
Cincinnati, number 38. Virginia Tech, number 39. Maryland, number 40. Pittsburgh, number 41. Kansas, number 42. Washington, number 43. Arizona, number 44. Vanderbilt, number 45. Duke, number 46. Illinois, number 47. Arizona State, number 48. Colorado, number 49. Syracuse, number 50. Utah, number 51. Michigan State, number 52. Louisville, number 53. South Florida, number 54. Kansas State, number 55. Wake Forest, number 56. West Virginia, number 57. UCLA, number 58. Indiana, number 59. Houston, number 60. Oklahoma State, number 61. Iowa State, number 62. BYU, number 63. California, number 64. SME, number 65. Baylor, number 66. Toledo, number 67. Tulsa, number 68. Washington State, number 69. Colorado State, 70. UNLV is 71. East Carolina, 72. Boise State, 73. San Diego State, 74. And UVA rounds out the top 75. So we'll see how the rest of that goes with recruiting because they have till Friday to sign the first letter now. And if not, like I said, they can just sign in January, February, I believe. But uh, that and then <laughs> we have more comings and goings in the transfer portal that we're still keeping track of because we have the first one now and then the second one after the spring game. So we're going to see the differences that will happen in both. And you may remember that they had a uh, stay on the uh, players that were going to have to sit out a year because the NCAA had thrown a fit and uh, weren't going to let them when they transferred their second school. They had been a, a week or two weeks stay for that. After the hearing, the NC, uh, the uh, judge who was listening to the case, ruled that every one of the players who wanted, who was in that situation, now they are allowed to play through the winter and spring seasons, and they will do the uh, hear the rest of the case after the end of the spring season. So, any player who wants to do that, they're eligible to do that now. Whereas before, the NCAA said. If we win the appeal and you do play during this time, you'll lose your eligibility. So they lost that. So, well, the NCAA doesn't always get what they want. So that's at least a plus. We'll see how that goes. And uh, last weekend, we had the championship in volleyball between Texas and Nebraska, which Texas won three games to none. They were led by Jermaine O'Neal's daughter, which... She came up big in that game, and overall, 
It's like Bob says, when you want to see how volleyball is, you watch how it is between Power 5. That championship game was going back and forth. Every time Nebraska would have a run, Texas would not only see their run, but they would also have a run of their O's where run of their own which would put the nail in the coffin. So they won three games to none over Nebraska, giving Nebraska their second loss of the year. So congratulations to the Lady Longhorns. All right, so today's gonna be a quick show just because it is the holidays and I hope that everyone is able to have a wonderful holiday. Now I'm gonna do the spread for the games for this week. The only thing is, um, like I said before, the sportscast has partnered with different gambling sites. You're welcome to use them if you'd like. You can also, if you do have a gambling problem, problem, there are many other sites and phone numbers you can call to do work with that. Just so that way you can get help. But like I said, I'm just making the picks. I am doing it for fun. I'm not going to bet any money on them. If you do decide you want to, you can always go to our site and take a look at the different partners we have. But let's see. The first game we have is the RoofClay.com Boca Raton Bowl. You have Syracuse as a four-and-a-half point favorite over South Florida. Um... A lot of people are picking South Florida. I'm going to go with Syracuse. Next one you have, and that's going to be Thursday at 8 o'clock. And Friday at 6.30 at the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. You have Georgia Tech going against UCF. UCF is a four and a half point favorite. Over Georgia Tech. I'm going to pick Georgia Tech. Because I think that just have a feeling they're going to do pretty well. So we'll see what happens. Next game we have is on Saturday at noon. You have the Camellia Bowl. You have Northern Illinois going against Arkansas State. Arkansas State is a one and a half point favorite. I'll go with Northern Illinois this game. Then you also have the 76 Birmingham Bowl. You have Duke going against Troy. Troy is a four and a half point favorite. I'll take Troy in this one. I'm curious to see how Duke's going to be with a lot of their players that have gone. Because I think that they're going to be a different team without Riley Leonard. But we'll wait and see. On Saturday, we have the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, where we have Air Force going against James Madison. James Madison is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to pick James Madison over Air Force. Also, Saturday at 3.30, we have the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. We have Utah State going against Georgia State. Georgia State's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to take Utah State in that game. Saturday at 7, we have the 60 Adventures Bowl between Eastern Michigan and South Alabama. South Alabama is a 13.5-point favorite. I 
think I'm going to go with Eastern Michigan in this game. Saturday at 7.30, we have the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl between Northwestern and Utah. Northwestern was a nine-and-a-half-point dog. I'm going to take Utah in this game. Then Saturday at 10.30, we have the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. You have San Jose State going against Coastal Carolina. San Jose State is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to take the Spartans in this game. Then on Tuesday at 2 in the afternoon, you have the Quick Lane Bowl between Minnesota and Bowling Green. Minnesota is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I think I'll take Minnesota. Minnesota is one of the few teams in the bowl season that came in at 5-7, and seven, so we'll see how that goes. Tuesday at 5.30, we had the Serb Pro First Responder Bowl between Rice and Texas State. Texas State is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. We'll see what the Bobcats can do. I'll take them for this one. Tuesday at 9 o'clock, we have the Guaranteed Rate Bowl between UNLV and Kansas. Kansas is a 12-and-a-half-point favorite. I will take Kansas. Wednesday at 2 in the afternoon, we had the Military Bowl presented by GoBowing.com. You have Virginia Tech going against Tulane. I'm going to take the Pokies in this one. Good for the upset. They are four and a half point favorites, so we'll see how that goes. Then at 5.30 on Wednesday, you have the Dukes Mayo Bowl. You have West Virginia going against North Carolina. West Virginia is a three and a half point favorite. I'll take North Carolina, but I think it's going to be more of a pick than most people see. But we'll just play it by ear for that game. At eight o'clock, we have the DirecTV Holiday Bowl. We have USC going against Louisville. And what's probably going to be Caleb Williams' last game. Louisville is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I think I'm going to go with Louisville. Goodbye, Kayla Williams. Good luck, but I don't think you're going to win this game. The last game I'm going to pick on Wednesday at 9 o'clock is a Tax Act, Tax, Tax Act Texas Bowl between Oklahoma State and Texas A&M. I am going to go in this game with the Cowboys, even though the Aggies are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. So we'll see how that goes. And we have a few more games for the week after, but we'll see how that goes. And I will see how everyone goes in the group, how we are doing, just because at the moment we have our regular people, and so far we're doing okay. We'll see how it goes the rest of the time, but I have the lead for the moment. As we've seen, I start out with the lead, but everyone will catch up, and then we'll go from there. Normally, I would try to go longer, but I think we're going to wrap it up this week because, well, we do have Christmas on Monday. 
I want to wish everyone a wonderful holiday season. We'll see how the bowl games go and uh, just how different things pop up in sports. We'll go from there. We'll try to do some more rankings another time. And uh, have a happy holidays, everyone. This has been Top 25 Rundown presented by the Sportscast. Mm-hmm.